Hello, hello everyone. What is up? Welcome back to the Gen Z Girl podcast. I am your host, Abby Aslan, and today is October 30th. It's Wednesday, late at night, 11 o'clock. Um, I just watched the Astros lose in Game 7 of the World Series to the Nationals, so that was pretty sad. Um, that's besides the point. I have been waiting on that game to finish to record this episode because I leave tomorrow morning to go out of town to Seattle for fall break and I wanted to get this recorded because I don't get back until like around 1am on Monday so the day that this is supposed to be going up so I knew I wouldn't really be able to record and edit it on time to get it up by 8am Monday so I'm recording it pretty early but I'm super excited for today's episode. I was feeling a little bit unsure as to what I wanted to record as far as topics goes. Um, I definitely like have so many different topics in mind but some of them are very deep and sensitive and need to be well thought out and well planned because I think that if I just kind of record them on a whim, I'll probably not really get what I want to say across right or something along the lines of that. And I really want each episode to be well thought out, well planned and um, provide value. So I just always want to make sure I'm doing that for you guys. And I asked you guys to send me some ideas just to see what you guys have to say and just kind of get an idea of what you guys want to hear the most. And it sounds like most of you guys want to hear a lot about um, like my fitness journey and staying healthy while in college, Um, kind of like interview tips and like accounting and everything. Um, That's like a small niche of you guys, but it's everybody that's in that niche is very (laughs) demanding of that topic, which I will definitely be getting to. Um, But anyways, today's episode, I'm super excited for it because when I'm recording this, it's about to be the start of a new month, but when you guys are listening, we'll be a few days into a new month. I wish I could just randomly publish this on not a Monday, but I don't want to throw off the routine. But yeah, today's episode is going to be all about how to effectively set goals for a new month, sticking to them, getting serious about your goals and taking action on them, and um, my goals for this month of November Um, So I'm super excited because I think it'll be really inspiring. I got super inspired planning this episode. You guys have no idea. Um, This is super inspiring for me as well. So I'm super excited to talk to you guys about all of that. And I really love new months because they just are so good for starting fresh. I mean, I personally think you can start fresh whenever you want to. You could start fresh at 1130 on a Wednesday night, October 27th, if you wanted to. But I think that there's a lot of beauty and just, you know, having a literal beginning of a new month to signify starting over clean slate and just kind of making new goals for yourself. So I'm going to go ahead and hop into the quote for this week's episode. There's so many, so many, so many good quotes in regard to um, just setting goals and achieving goals, as I'm sure you guys know, but I try to find one that kind of encompassed the entire episode. So today's quote is, trust the weight, embrace the uncertainty, Enjoy the beauty of becoming. When nothing is certain, anything is possible. I love this quote because it just absolutely exemplifies the endless world of opportunities at our fingertips um, because nothing in our life is certain or guaranteed or promised. And I just really love that. And there's just so much value in the process of reaching goals. And it's really easy to become so obsessed over the end goal or become impatient while waiting to reach your goals. Um, and whenever you get really impatient about getting to that end goal or you obsess over the end goal, you kind of become blind to all of the lessons learned along the way and never really take time to recognize your own progress and be proud of yourself along the way, which is really important. And I love that 
enjoy the beauty of becoming. That's just such a beautiful phrase. And I love embracing uncertainty because, you know, if things were certain, life would be boring. And I love that there's uncertainty in our lives and we can, you know, just live our lives and become who we want to be and enjoy that process and trust it. And I just really, really like that quote because I think the process of getting to where you want to be is beautiful in itself because there are so many lessons learned, there's so many failures and setbacks, there's so many achievements, and it's just really important to make sure you take time to recognize the progress you made and take time to realize the lessons you've learned along the way instead of obsessing over the end goal. So now we'll go ahead and hop into the goal and gratitude of the week. Um, I love doing this because it helps hold me accountable for my goals and I just love expressing gratitude and I feel like when I do it, it hopefully inspires you guys to do the same. So my goal for this week is to actually, this one's a little bit different. I've loved all my goals in the past and I always definitely try and stick to them, but I feel like sometimes I just kind of type something out that comes to mind initially and I'm kind of like challenging myself to make more meaningful goals, I guess, for the week, Um, unless there's something that's like sticking out in my face that like I'd need to achieve. So my goal for the first week of November is to text one person every day to check in on them for the first week of November. I'm just going to text someone on my phone. I'll probably text like a family member one day or, you know, a close friend, but I also may like just touch base with some people I haven't talked to in like years, which might be weird, but I don't really care. I think it would be nice to just send like a nice heartwarming text and just say, hey, I hope everything's going great with you and I hope you have a great week or something like that. So that's my goal for this week. And my gratitude is for my family and my like subscribers, my community, you guys. Um, I have a lot I could say, but I'm just going to keep it simple. Things have been really challenging and trying in my life recently and it's stressful and I'm just very very, very blessed with an amazing family who is, they're always willing to, you know, just, they always check in on me to make sure I'm okay, first of all. And I'm very thankful for that. And they, you know, are always bending over backwards to try and make me feel better and help my life be better. And I really appreciate that. And as far as my community and stuff goes, I think that you guys really make a difference in how my days go sometimes because sometimes we'll be having the worst day and like I don't know what it was about today but I literally got like maybe 15 dms that were just you guys randomly sending me a dm saying you know hey I've been thinking about you I hope everything's going okay and it's just so crazy because like today was the day that I needed that you know and it just speaks volumes of you guys who truly you know like care about me and it makes me feel so connected to you guys I haven't responded to any of them yet because I've been you know my nose has been in my um, study materials for my test I had today all day, so I haven't gotten to it, but on this fall break while I'm traveling, I really want to, like, make an effort to go through, like, all my DMs and get to all of them, because I see all of them, but I don't get time to respond to all of them, so I really want to go through and do that, but I'm just forever grateful for those of you who uplift me and support me and communicate with me. Some of you guys, I literally message on Instagram, like, all the time, like, we're best friends, basically, and I love that, and I think that a lot of times it's easy to focus on criticism and hate just because it makes you feel like you're not doing your job, like, whenever I get criticism or hate, it makes me upset because I feel like, you know, all I want to do is help people, and I feel like when people are, you know, just saying 
speaking poorly of me or just not supporting me. I put it on myself and I think that I get upset because I think that I'm not doing my job and I'm not helping the person. And I feel like I'm failing to help the person because, you know, they're not supporting or being supportive of me or what I say or whatever. So I'm just, sometimes it's just really easy to get caught up on that. And I'm definitely always trying to just focus on those who are supportive and who, you know, do support me and are just nice to me and actually speak uplifting and encouraging words because at the end of the day, those are the people that matter. And I really appreciate you guys. So that's my goal and gratitude for the week. And we're just going to go ahead and get into my goals for November and how I'm planning on achieving them. So with each goal, I'm going to kind of give you guys a way I plan on implementing this goal and like taking action to reach it instead of just sitting here listing out my goals and just being like, I want to do this, this, and this, and not giving you guys any sort of action plan for each goal. I'm just going to do that so it kind of helps you guys realize how I set my goals and plan on achieving them. So my first one is to keep up good spending habits and saving habits. Um, I have been really good about just, you know, like not spending money unnecessarily lately and, you know, not just blowing it on stupid things, making impulse purchases, etc. Um, and I really love when I like am doing really well with my money. It makes me feel so much better because obviously like money can cause a lot of stress. And I just feel like the past like month and a half, I've just been so good about not like just buying clothes and buying things that I don't need and instead, you know, just saving that money or saving up for an investment. Like I just recently bought an iPad Air, just like the $500 one, but it's been, it's something I've been wanting for a long time and I didn't know I did not get it just for school. I always feel the need to justify everything I buy and that's just part of being an influencer. You feel like you always have to explain yourself, but I, I, I don't owe any explanation for why I bought it, but I'm going to give it to you guys anyways. I just got it because, I mean, yes, I have like a year of school left if I go to grad school, which I probably am, and one semester left of undergrad. So obviously for like going paperless and taking notes, it'll be great, but it's kind of for more than that. I'm kind of trying to like get into um, just making my own graphics and stuff for my brand, and it's just me kind of trying it out. Like It's probably going to end up being like way too much work for me, but it's something I want to try out. And it's something that I've like been thinking about for a long time. So I didn't just be like, oh, I want an iPad and bought it. Um, A lot of my friends here at school know I've been thinking about it for months. And they're like, Abby, you haven't shut up about it for months. So you just need to get it. So I definitely like set aside a good amount of money. And I was like, you know what? I'll get it if I still want it two weeks from right now. And if I'm still thinking about it. And I was. So I went ahead and got it. And so far, I'm really happy with it. I've only had it for a few hours. But (laughs) I just really want to get into designing things because I'm a lot of people wouldn't guess this I guess with me being like a business major with like accounting and finance but my left and right brain are very like equally split I love doing creative things I've always loved like painting and drawing and all of that kind of stuff and I really think that like doing all that on an iPad is so innovative and insane and it's just really intriguing to me and I would love to just like create what I envision in my head, I guess. So that's my very long-winded explanation of why I got an iPad, I guess, you guys. But I wouldn't get it if I couldn't get it. That's all I'm going to say. And another spending like habit, how I'm going to implement this into my life is planning out my bills and incrementally increasing my savings. So I always kind of, I don't have like a strict budget. Like I don't have an Excel spreadsheet and I don't use an app right now. I've used an app before, but I was unable to link it up to my bank because of the bank I have. 
and I have them manually put everything in and that was all fun for the summer but now that I'm at school I'm just like way too busy to do that um so instead I just kind of like know at the beginning of each month what bills I'm going to be paying and I kind of like take that out of what I know my income is for the month and I make sure I set aside a certain portion into savings and I've just kind of been gradually increasing how much I set aside in savings um, and that's been really working for me so I'm enjoying doing that and I want to keep that up. So my second goal for November is focusing on just like my mental and emotional health more. I always have this really bad habit when you know it gets around midterm season in school I just, you know, throw all of my ability to take care of myself out the freaking window and it's horrible, but I become so focused on school that I start like neglecting myself and any free time I do have, I'm, you know, filling it with podcasting and YouTube videos and things of that sort or hanging out with friends and it's just really important to keep your mental and emotional health strong Um, and of course it's okay to have, you know, bad days, but Overall, I think I just perform better, you know, in life and I feel better if I'm taking care of myself. So how I'm planning on doing this, um, one thing I've been doing a lot this semester, I usually am not the type of person to go out of my way to like ask friends to hang out. And I say that lightly because I will with certain people, but as far as like hanging out with friends, a lot of times um, I just kind of like get in this zone of work whether it's like school or youtube or podcasting and i feel like i constantly need to be working and then i'm like oh wait like i should probably hang out with this person and then we end up putting it off but this semester i've actually been really good about like making sure i see you know like my closest friends every week or every other week and it's made a huge difference in just like my overall happiness because i have that social interaction and it's with people you know i care about and like to hang out with so i really want to keep that up and that's something that i've been doing that i just want to keep up so When I make my goals, I look at, you know, what is working for me and what's not working for me and what's not working for me, I want to change. And then what's working for me, I want to keep doing. And then adding on to that, I want to just like take the time to add little things into my routine each week that just make me feel happy or relaxed. Because to me, in order for me to take care of my mental and emotional health, I have to, you know, be able to bring myself to a a state of relaxation and calmness because I feel like I'm very high stress all the time. Not all the time, but a lot of the time I'm very high stress and I just want to find things that help wind me down, whether that's, you know, taking a bath, doing a face mask, going to bed a little bit early, um, you know, getting dessert once a week with a friend or my boyfriend, something like that, that just kind of, you know, calm me down, bring me back to my resting state, I think would be really great for me because I neglect that area really, really badly and I just prioritize what needs to be done um as far as actual assignments and work goes and I neglect um what needs to be done inside of me for my own mental and emotional health and then I want to just continue to be strong and proud of who I am and not let um you know what other people say have what other people have to say get to me um so that's really just basically being self-aware of my thoughts and taking control of them and recognizing why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling And I think that a lot of times whenever I just get in ruts, I focus a lot on, you know, what people around me are saying and I take things to heart more personally and more often. And I just really want to be able to, you know, continue. And this is something I've been struggling with lately, so I don't want to say continue. I just want to be able to, you know, take control of my thoughts and recognize, you know, when I'm having those negative thoughts and turning them into positive ones, because I feel like 
that's something I do really a, a lot and it helps a lot with my overall mindset and how I feel. Number three for the month is to read more. This is simple. It's just good for you. And I have a lot of books that I'm excited to read. Um, one of them's called 22 and I started it and I'm only like 15 pages in. Um, and then the other one is called You Are the Girl for the Job. And I'm like really excited to read both of them. And I'm going to start reading um, either pick up where I left off in 22, even though I'm only 15 pages in, or start reading the other book on the plane tomorrow when I'm flying. And I just, the way I'm going to implement that into my routine to act on that goal, um, just I think the best way for me, if I read in the morning, it's, I feel like it's kind of a setback for me. Um, and I kind of just want to keep reading and like stay in bed. But my, the way I'm going to do it is the last 15 or 30 minutes before bed each night, or at least every other night, I'm going to try to dedicate that to reading. Um, because really that 15 and 30 minutes, I'm normally just, you know, checking my email at the end of the day or replying to texts or on social media and all of that can wait. Um, there's no reason for me to be doing that right before bed. So I just kind of want to implement reading into that time instead. And number four is staying ahead on my schoolwork. Um, this just makes life a lot less stressful if you can get ahead and stay ahead. Um, your overall productivity is definitely higher whenever you start early and start assignments when they're assigned. Um, and that's just because if you think about it, if you procrastinate and you wait until the day something's due, you're not doing ev everything you do isn't getting done until the day it's due. So you are leaving yourself no time to start working on something and that causes you to procrastinate every single task because you're procrastinating one. It's like a domino effect. And whenever you're ahead on schoolwork, you finish it early. So then when you're finished, you can start something new. And whenever you start that something that's new, you're likely starting it before it's due. And then you just finish everything early and you get more done. So I really want to keep, uh, or not keep, I really want to do that because I did fall behind a little bit this month and just kind of start studying for tests, you know, five days in advance rather than like two and start assignments when they're assigned rather than the day before they're due. Number five is to start studying for the GMAT. Um, I have to take it in December, like right after finals pretty much. And I really need to start studying and I just want to take like at least two practice tests between, I guess, now and when I take the actual exam. And I want to set aside around like two hours a week to study. I don't, I've already studied a lot like this summer. And although that was a summer and that was a while ago, I still, I feel like I remember a lot of it because it was just the reading type of material, I guess. But, you know, obviously based on the week, how busy each week is, two hours minimum a week to study, setting that time aside so that I can, you know, just prepare myself and not feel unprepared going into it. Maybe take a practice test like every two weekends or something along the lines of that. So that's just because I have to submit my grad school application um, pretty much by the end of December or the start of my spring semester. So I want to get it done and just be done with it. And number six, my last goal for November is to spend more time on my content and branching out and improving the quality of my content. So I just lately I've been procrastinating a lot with editing and I've actually never had this problem while I've in my time being a YouTuber, I've never had the problem of procrastinating editing videos. And it's not necessarily that I was procrastinating. It was just that I was definitely, you know, keeping my head straight and keeping school first. Um, and I just hate when I procrastinate with editing because I'm in a rush to get videos done and I don't edit them the way I like to. And, you know, I feel a lot of pressure to get it done and then it takes the enjoyment out of it because I'm stressed about it and I don't like that feeling. So I want to, you know, 
cut that habit and start editing. And the way I'm going to do that is just set aside, aside the time for me to edit instead of just finding my little nuggets of free time and throwing editing into them. You know, I want to plan for it. So that's how I'm going to do that. And um, I just really want to figure out my style with editing because I there's so much I want to do with my YouTube videos and my vlogs to make them more, I guess, creative and more appealing. And I don't know, the style that I edit my vlogs in now is like my quick and rushed and efficient style, I guess you would say. If I had, you know, more time and if I took the time to edit videos the way I wanted to, they would look a lot different because I know exactly what I want to do. It's just like I don't really take the time for it. So I want to kind of like gradually ease myself into finding that style and getting in that groove and working on designing things and just playing around um, with that kind of stuff. So those are my goals for the month. Um, I know that, you know, it doesn't really matter how big or small they are, like each month it's going to be different and it depends on how your past month went. Like for example, I had a really rough October. So, you know, I'm making sure I really prioritize, you know, like restoring my mental and emotional health in November because October has been so, um, taxing on me, (laughs) I guess as a whole. And then other things are just things that kind of go hand in hand with that and things that just need to be done. So now I'm going to hop into how to plan out your goals and actually achieve them. I'm going to give you guys 10 tips I love giving like a set list of tips. It's just like so much more appealing to like have 10 things than to just like name a few things. But I'm going to do what I can to help you guys figure out what you want to, what goals you have for yourself and how you're going to act on them and then actually, you know, achieving them. And hopefully you guys will. I really hope that like you guys like tag me and stuff if you have any goals and then you end up achieving them or you make progress on them. It's super inspiring to see all of that, but I'm going to go ahead and hop into it. So for the first tip, I think a lot of times the issue is that people just don't really know what goals they want to set for themselves and they just feel lost because they just don't really have any goals for themselves. Um, And I think the way to go about this is to start by asking yourself what makes you feel good. Because deep down, you know, the reason we're always trying to change situations in our life, whether it's like our job, our relationship, our friendships, um, you know, our morning routine or night routine or day-to-day life, it's so that we can overall feel happier and better. So, you know, what is it that makes you feel good? And you can kind of base making your goals off of that. You know, like if going on a run makes you feel good, maybe you should you know, like make a goal to run three times a week or something. That's just like a very quick example, but that's kind of what I mean by that. Kind of just like sit down and take an inventory of what makes you feel good. And, you know, based off of that, make sure it's right for you. You know, you don't want to force yourself into anything that doesn't really feel right. But I think if you can identify what makes you happy at the end of the day and what makes you feel better and base your goals off of that, you know, you'll get started in the right direction. And secondly, with that, look at what isn't isn't working in your life. You know, like, what do you want to do better? What do you want to do more of? What do you want to do less of? Are you doing too much of something? Make your goals based off of those questions as well. You know, if you're, you know, spending way too much time on social media or just watching Netflix and you want to reduce that, make a goal to reduce that and replace that activity that it's a bad habit with something that's good. Um, If you think that, you know, you've been exercising more recently and it makes you feel better and you're really enjoying it and you want to do more of it, make goals that, you know, align you in a place where you can be doing more of that thing. 
Um, and if you don't set goals for yourself, you're basically telling yourself that you're okay with living inside of your comfort zone and not making any positive change for yourself. And a lot of times I think people do get comfortable and they're, you know, they're just like, you know, everything's right right now. I don't really want to change anything. You know, why should I make a goal for myself when everything feels good as is? The reason why you should make goals is because those goals can help you step outside of your comfort zone and you will never know the potential you have and you'll never know the opportunity you're missing by just remaining stagnant in your comfort zone if you choose to not make any goals to get outside of that comfort zone. So those are kind of like, I guess, the three things that will help you figure out what goals you want for yourself and how you want to go about setting them. So number two is to write your freaking goals down. I feel like I am just, you know, repeating this all the time and I feel like everyone is, but it's true. It's so essential and it's so important to goal setting and writing your goals down, like whenever you write them down, your the pen and the paper have no limits. You can dream as big as you want to when you're holding a pen and writing on paper. You know, there is nothing holding you holding you back from writing down, you know, like the biggest goal ever for yourself. So go for it. Um, it kind of like helps you envision it as well. And whenever you put them all on a sheet of paper, what I like to do, I will put them all on like one little sheet of paper and then I like tape them to my bathroom mirror because I see them every freaking day. And I'm like staring in the eyes of this goal sheet. Um, another thing you could do is like just make, put them under your notes on your phone or whatever and screenshot it and just set it as your background or something. And that's just a really good way to see them every day because I think there's no there's no point in writing down your goals if you're going to write them down and they're just going to stay in your notebook hidden for forever. You want to make them visible to your eye every day so that, you know, you are seeing them every day and you're working towards them every day. Number three is to stop waiting on the perfect time. So many people wait to start working towards goals because they just don't feel like the time is right. And that's just not a good way to live. I mean, in certain circumstances, yes, there are reasons why you should wait, you know, like if it requires a lot of funding or something and you're not in a place financially to work towards that, then okay, sure, get the funds you need, get in a good place financially and then work towards it. But in general, stop using it's not the right time as an excuse because that is literally doing nothing but setting yourself back. Like think about how far along you could be if you would have started when you first wanted to, instead of sitting there and saying, oh, it's not the right time, and, you know, oh, I'll start it later when I feel ready. You're never going to feel ready. Like, the time is now. And that's just so important because I really see so many people, you know, they say that they want to do something, but they just don't really think, they don't really know if it's right for them. And I'm just like, you know, how are you going to know if you don't try? You have to try, and then you'll find out. So, and even if you try and it doesn't work out, then so what? You learned that it wasn't for you. There is no such thing as a perfect time and you can't let anything get in between you and where you want to be. Um, You can't let opinions, excuses, you know, outside worldviews of anyone really get in the way of you and what you want to do. Number four is to make your goals specific. I've said this in an episode before. I think it talks about it in my time management episode but it's really important to make your goals specific because if they're too vague and generalized, they're hard to like personally connect with and they don't really give you a tangible thing to work towards in the end. And I'm not really going to say much about this because everybody knows smart goals and I feel like a lot of people do, but being specific is really important and the, the pretty much the difference in being specific and not specific, it can do a lot whenever you're setting goals and trying to achieve them. Like for example, 
you know, saying you want to read more, which I actually think I am literally guilty of this as I speak. Yep, I'm a hypocrite. (laughs) I literally said one of my goals was to read more. That's not specific at all. Okay, I'm going to say I want to finish a book by the time the semester ends. There we go. I just went back and modified my read more goal for the month of November. Um, And I guess part of December if I say before the semester ends. Um, it's, but it's important to make them specific because saying something like read more, I'm going to sit here and be like, oh yeah, I need to read more, but I can do that tomorrow because there's no tangible, you know, specific deadline or specific number attached to it. You know, me saying I want to read one book by, you know, a certain deadline is a lot more, I feel a lot more motivated to do it. And it feels almost easier to do because it's not just kind of like, oh yeah, I should read more. It's, oh, I need to read one book. And that's just an example that I failed to implement myself. (laughs) But number five is to be realistic. And I kind of have two takes on this. So it's important to remember that things take time and that nothing happens overnight. Um, That's very, very important to remember because a lot of times we'll get super impatient. Um, And it takes 21 days to make a habit. So if your goal has anything to do with building a habit, you know, keep that in mind. But and I don't want anyone to set themselves up for disappointment by like making a goal too large but at the same time you have to make goals you have to make sure they're still outside of your comfort zone so you want them to be realistic in the sense of the time it takes to do them but be unrealistic in the sense of making huge freaking goals for yourself you know like I want you to give yourself time and grace when it comes to giving yourself that time to achieve goals be realistic in that sense but as far as like actually making your goals goes Like, what determines if something is unrealistic or not? You know, like, who said that, you know, building your business and making a profit of X number in the first year is unrealistic or unattainable? You know, like, shoot for the stars. I want you guys to have really big goals, but just make sure they're realistic in the sense of the time you're allowing yourself to get there, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. I really hope that makes sense. Um, number six is to check in on your goals and keep track of your progress. Um, the satisfaction of seeing progress and growth is seriously like the best motivation to keep going. And I mean, that goes for anything. I mean, a lot of times people will think of like working out, um, you know, like progress pictures and stuff being really good motivation. But I think with anything in general, like looking at, you know, the test grades you used to get to what they are now is really inspiring and motivating. It makes you want to study more and keep doing well. Um, you know, if you're trying to like read a book every week and which that's like really crazy, but if you're trying to do that and you are gradually reading them faster and faster, that's really inspiring and motivating to keep doing that. And those are just examples, but that satisfaction deep down, that is just like a kick in our butts to like keep going, I feel like. And that's just what it feels like to me. Um, And I think it's really important to check, like going along with that, you have to check in with yourself with your goals. This is what I'm really bad about that I'm trying to be better about um, because I don't really ever check in and see how I'm doing with my goals. I really want to start like once a week on like Sunday evenings or Monday mornings going through and just seeing where I'm at with each of my goals for the month and, you know, being like, okay, what did I do this week that helped me get closer to this goal? Did I neglect working towards this other goal? You know, how can I be better this week? And just taking like 10 minutes to do that will probably make the biggest difference in outcome. So I think sitting down and having like a weekly check-in with yourself to see how you're doing um, and make adjustments as needed would be really beneficial in getting yourself to reach your goals. And another thing, this one's kind of like 
I don't know. A lot of people believe in like law of attraction and stuff. And I honestly am not educated enough on law of attraction and manifesting to say anything about it. But I do think that this is an aspect of it and it is very helpful with achieving your goals. And that's just to pretend and envision how you will feel and what life will be like once you achieve the goal you're looking at. Um, And that's basically just kind of like putting yourself in a position that future you will be in if you were to achieve the goal. I guess that's a better way to say it. Um, Kind of like thinking like that is a motivation in itself because it increases that desire and drive to get to that point because it gives you an emotional attachment to it by envisioning you know, what your life would be like and how you would feel if you achieved that goal. Um, And it kind of just goes along with recognizing the potential rewards in the future if you reach the goal. And that's really important because if you know, if you are familiar with how things are going to be or if you can create that scenario in your head, I think that it will help you reach the goal. Number seven is to remember your why. So I'm sure a lot of people have heard this one too. But if you don't remember your why, You'll struggle to find motivation and keep going, especially when it gets hard to and when things get tough. Because if you're just kind of doing something to do it, you're probably not going to ever finish the goal and you're probably not going to reach it and you're not going to have any meaning behind it. So whenever things get really, really, really really busy and you just feel like you need to, you know, check your priorities, you're going to end up knocking the goal off the list if you don't have a why attached to it. So remembering, you know, why that is a goal for you is so important because for me personally, when I am like at the lowest of lows, I'm burnout, I'm having a hard time. When I sit there and think of that why, I get so re-inspired and motivated. It's not even funny. And a really good example of this is like, I will get so burnt out, you know, with, I don't want to, I'm not going to use school as an example. I'm going to use YouTube. I'll get burnout in the sense that I feel like my content might be getting repetitive or I get burnout in the sense that I get upset that I'm not creating my content the way I want to because I'm not taking the time to and then whenever I get upset about that it makes me want to just kind of like give up and like not do anything and not post anything but then when I sit there and I remember how good you know you guys make me feel and how good, I say you guys as if you're my subscribers on YouTube, but how my community makes me feel when I sit there and I remember, you know, people telling me that I've helped them in some way or another. And you guys, when I think about how much you guys have helped me, oh my gosh, I, that is my why. It's literally my community. And it's how my community helps me and how I help my community is my why. And when I remember that, the fire is there and I am back on my feet and ready to go. So just remember your why at the end of the day. It's really important, especially when things get tough. Number eight is to break your big goals down into smaller, more manageable, digestible, bite-sized goals. Um, I'm kind of hungry. Can you tell? And I think that this is just important because a lot of times thinking on the macro scale of things and thinking of some big lofty, I say lofty a lot. I need to stop doing that. Some big goal, it kind of is overwhelming. And I'm sure a lot of you guys get that. You know, if you're trying to lose 30 pounds for whatever reason, and you know, you're just thinking about that number 30, it can be a little bit overwhelming because when you, if you were to look at the scale and you saw, um, that you had only lost a few pounds, you might get discouraged, but there's no reason to be because it's a process and 
if you break it down into more manageable goals, like losing, you know, two pounds a week, then there you go. You aren't going to really be in a position where you're getting overwhelmed by a bigger number. And I'm sorry if that using weight loss was triggering or anything like that, but I mean, weight loss or weight gain, whatever it is, or if you're wanting to increase your score on some kind of practice test for a standardized test, that's a good example too. Um, you know, break it down into a small goal. If you start at like a 400 for the GMAT and you're wanting to get a 700, that 300 point difference is pretty overwhelming. So maybe you should think of just increasing your practice test score by 50 points every two weeks or something. Um, and I think that, you know, those smaller goals are easier to achieve and they build up your confidence as you achieve them. And as you build your confidence, you get more motivated to do more. I think a lot of times you will just reach those smaller goals and just become kind of like satisfied with average, I guess, if you want to say, but you have to be able to reach those smaller goals and then keep going and not stopping after you reach those smaller goals so that you can get to the big one. Um, and you know, those smaller goals, as you reach them, it gets you really excited for the next goal you'll reach instead of impatiently awaiting reaching one big goal at the end. You know, you get little bursts of excitement and confidence and motivation as you go instead of a bunch of impatience and, you know, just getting kind of on edge about reaching a goal that's this one big goal at the end. And it also just reduces the stress and pressure you feel under a time crunch to reach the bigger goals. Um, you kind of have to figure out what's realistic for yourself, though, to get done in a given time period. And that's just like a really important aspect of breaking your goals down into smaller goals. Number nine is to believe in yourself. This is so important. And I feel like no one talks about this when it comes to reaching goals. Um, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you are right. That quote was in my um, gymnastics, whatever you call it, wherever I practiced gymnastics whenever I was younger. And I saw it every single day of my life for like four or five years. And it just sticks in my head because it's so true. If you think you can, you're right. If you think you can't, you're also right. So it's much better to choose to think that you can and believe in yourself. And you have to be confident because without confidence, fear and insecurity is going to keep you from getting where you want to be. You have to have faith in all that you're capable of because, you know, every single one of us is capable of so much and we all have, you know, self-limiting beliefs that hold us back and it's okay to have insecurities. It's okay to, you know, have doubts about yourself, but I just want you to work on, you know, believing in yourself so that you can just realize your potential and, you know, explore that opportunity outside of your comfort zone and outside of your fears. Number 10, last tip, is to have an accountability partner. This is really important, and I think I'm going to try and implement this, and I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm also going to be trying to use this to act on my goals and actually reach them. So it's important to have a friend or family member to check in on you, um, whether it's each week, if it's like a monthly goal, or if it's like every month, if it's a bigger, much bigger goal, or if it's just, you know, every few days, whatever it is, having that person to check in with you each week to see how things are going um, is really important because I think that we kind of, we as humans kind of develop this fear of admitting to another person that we were lazy or we failed to take action towards working towards something. So I think that just the fact that you know someone's going to be, you know, checking in on you is going to push you to finish it um, because 
Otherwise, it's kind of like you're living a life like no one's watching. So who's really going to notice whether or not I reach this goal or work towards it? But having that accountability partner kind of gives you that sense of responsibility. It's kind of like in the episode I recorded with my brother. He said him and his friend um, do this thing where they both have to wake up at 5 a.m. and, you know, like text each other. And if one of them doesn't reply, they owe the other person 10, they owe the person $10. So like if my brother were to text his friend at 5 a.m. to get him up and just be like, hey, are you up? And he didn't reply within 10 minutes. He owed, um, the other friend owed my brother $10. And that's just like an accountability thing for getting up early. And that's like a expensive one, but I mean, it could be expensive, I guess. But I guess whenever you attach $10 to it, it's going to make you want to do it. Um, so I think that, having that other person and establishing that responsibility is really important and it can help you reach your goals and, you know, hold you accountable. Because a lot of people were asking me um, on the Gen Z Girl podcast Instagram page that on the questions, when I asked you guys to ask me questions for this episode, a lot of people's questions were about accountability. And I think if it's hard to hold yourself accountable unless you have a lot of discipline, but if you're lacking that discipline or you just think that you will achieve goals quicker or better with a person to hold you accountable then by all means do it and another thing is like you can offer to do the same thing for them like you don't have to be like hey can you like just text me every week and do this and you can also say if you have any goals I'd love to help you reach them Um, and we can hold each other accountable we can text each other every Saturday night or Thursday night whatever and check in on each other Um, and having that other person hopefully they will be someone that either like commends you or encourages you with your goals and what you've gotten done So like if I were to tell you that, you know, I made progress on a certain goal, I would want my accountability partner to encourage me or applaud me for that because that feeling of, you know, feeling like you're doing something right and being applauded is going to be motivating in itself and make you feel good. So now before we get into the questions for the end of the episode, I have three challenges for you guys. I wanted to give you guys three challenges because I feel like it helps you guys take action from my podcast and take the value from the podcast that I'm trying to offer and apply it in your life. So my first challenge is to write down three goals you have for yourself this month. If you have more, that's fine. If you have less, that's fine. And write down how you're going to achieve them. So kind of like how I walked through and told you guys how I was planning on, you know, reading one book by the end of the semester, you know, have an action plan set in stone whenever you write down that uh, that goal, how you're going to achieve it. And then I want you to either find an app to like create them and make them as your phone background or take a picture of the piece of paper or hang the piece of paper up on your bathroom mirror like I said I do and set a reminder on your phone to check in once a week with yourself with your goals so you can keep track of your progress and make changes accordingly as you need them. So basically that that was like a really long-winded first step. Write down three goals and how you're planning on achieving them and either put them as your background on your phone or on your mirror and set a reminder on your phone to check in with yourself so that you can hold yourself accountable if you don't plan on having an accountability partner. And number two is to find an accountability partner. And if that makes you uncomfortable and you don't want to do that, definitely be sure to put a reminder in your phone to check in with yourself so you can at least try and hold yourself accountable. So number three is to find a quote that inspires you and aligns with your goals for the month and read it every morning. So the easiest way to do this is probably by like I hate being like, oh, go scroll on Pinterest. But yeah, you should probably go scroll on Pinterest and just kind of search quotes that are related to what your goal is about and find one you really like, set it as your background for the month, and you will see it every single time you open your phone. 
Um, and if that doesn't work and you can't find a quote that you like and you end up finding one online, like on Google or something instead, just write it down on a piece of paper, tape it on your bathroom mirror so that you see it every morning. Um, or you could even go super extra. I've always really wanted to do this with a friend and I never have. I've always wanted to like make a vision board in person, not necessarily on like poster board, like a science project or anything, but maybe just on like a piece of cardstock or something. I don't know. Or even on the, on like an app on your phone. Um, I would love to make a vision board. And if you guys want to do that as your step three, instead of finding a inspiring quote and making it your background, for sure, make that freaking vision board and you better tag me um, at Abby period Aslan on Instagram or tag the podcast at Gen Z Girl Podcast because I would love to see that. And now we can get into the questions um, for the end of the episode. I have a lot because you guys freaking went off on the good questions and I'm so happy about that because a lot of them were things that I didn't put really in the meat of this podcast. So the first question is how to restart after a rough month with getting back on track with your goals. So I think a really important thing to do um, when setting goals is to make sure you're reflecting a lot. So for example, you know, like what made last month rough? Is it something you can control? If it is something you can control, figure out what you can do to prevent the recurrence of those things or do whatever you can to keep it from happening again. And if it isn't something that's outside of your control, leave what's behind you in the past. You have to come to terms with not being able to change things that have already happened. Um, And I think it's just important to start each month with kind of like a blank slate mindset. You're not carrying any of last month's weight into this month and you're not taking the stress of the future into this month. You are right here right now in this month. We're a blank slate. There's no forward on this slate. There's no backward on this slate. It's just right now. And that helps you really start fresh rather than live in the past or obsess over the future whenever you've had a rough month. So the second question is how to like not compare yourself with others and being happy with what you have. And this question was kind of like not really specifically associated with making goals, but I made my answer associated with that. It's really important to make sure you're not setting your goals out of spite of someone else or based off someone, what someone else may or may not have. You know, your goals need to be for you and you only. You don't need to be making goals to get a bag, a designer bag that someone else has. Um, So you shouldn't be trying to like set a goal for yourself to make money just because an influencer you follow has this bag that you really want. You need to make sure that you're making your goals for you and you only because you're never going to be satisfied if you're making them based off of what someone else has or what someone else doesn't have because you're constantly basing your own personal goals off of someone else outside of you. And, you know, you don't want to make goals out of spite of someone else. Like you don't want to, you know, have a goal to, I like a really unhealthy thing. I think that was popularized a lot when I was like in early college, late high school was, you know, having like a revenge body. If you like got, went through a breakup or something. And I mean, that's all, that's so great if you do that and you fall in love with yourself. But like, I think that it's so important that you are doing those things because you want to and you're not doing it to get back at someone else or to make someone jealous because once again at the end of the day that's not going to make you happy because that is an external thing you know your goals have to be for you and they have to make you happy and going along with that being happy with what you have it's simple you just need to count your blessings and be grateful and practice gratitude you're a lot less likely to you know search around you and other people's lives to try and find happiness if you learn how to be happy and grateful for what you do have in front of you. Um, I have totally noticed that 
like this month I during October and towards the end of September I practiced a lot of gratitude this month like a lot more than I usually do and I totally notice a difference and you know I think that really helped even like my spending habits because I was just constantly you know writing down what I was grateful for and that helped me feel fulfilled and I wasn't looking outside around me for random purchases or for you know random goals to set based off of outside things I was fulfilled because I was practicing gratitude and I was thankful for what I had so I wasn't looking anywhere else for that fulfillment um so I think that's just like really important for that question and I feel like I kind of like messed up my words up there but hopefully not too bad um the second to last question is to stick is like how to stick to goals with a hectic life and holding yourself accountable so this is hard because it's kind of like what I was explaining earlier it's really hard to stick to your goals when you feel like you have a million and one things to do and the last thing you want to do is plan for something that's like not even reality yet, I guess you could say, because then it's just easy to put it on the back burner because it's not something that's truly in existence yet. So I think that in order to stick to your goals, you have to remember your why and why you started. Like I said, if you want it badly enough, you will work for it and you will do what's necessary to reach those goals. Um, and if you're, you just kind of need to use those tips I gave you guys from above those 10 tips in order to stick to them. The most important thing to do is to check in with yourself each week so that you can recognize your progress and your setbacks and make changes as needed. Um, and I know that's probably like not an answer you want to hear, but I truly think that the times that I have held myself accountable by checking in with myself each week, I have achieved my goals quicker and have actually followed through and finished them despite how busy my life was um and the last question is dealing with setback and discouragement when getting off track to meet a goal so this is really important because first of all you're more than what you achieve I don't want you guys to ever think that the goals you fail to meet or the goals you do achieve are what define you as a person you know if you fail get up and try again failing is learning and learning is where the changes are made and that's how you do better Um, it's going to be okay if things don't go as planned, you know, you can't obsess over what you can't change. That's so important. And it's a waste of time and energy that you could be spent, you know, investing in some other area or some other aspect of your life that you actually have control over if you're obsessing over things you can't change. Um, and getting set back sometimes can be a blessing in disguise. You know, everything happens for a reason. So maybe there's a reason why something got in the way and you weren't able to meet your goal on time. And if the setback was from your own laziness and lack of motivation and you've come to terms with that, make sure it's a goal you actually want to reach because if you're being lazy about it, maybe you're just not motivated about it because it's not really for you. Um, Or assess if you just straight up didn't take the necessary steps needed to take action on the goal. Sometimes that's my problem. Like I make a goal, I make no action plan for it, and I just keep putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. And it's the setback is from my own pure laziness and neglect of working towards it. Um, So a lot of times, you know, we're planning and planning and planning and we stop after the planning phase when in reality, planning is step one of the process and reaching your goals. And you stopped after step one, basically, if you just plan and don't act. So you just need to make more of an effort to follow through if you're someone that you think you're getting a setback just because you didn't really make any effort to work towards your goal. Um, And, you know, of course, remind yourself that it's all about the process. It's not about the end goal. You'll make mistakes along the way and you'll learn lessons, but that's all a part of the process. And 
it's okay if it takes longer than anticipated. It's okay if the goal ends up changing. Um, you know, nothing's really set in stone and it's all based on you and what's best for you. And those are all the questions I have for today's episode. I hope it was really helpful for you guys and I hope you guys enjoyed it. Be sure to leave a review for this podcast um, if you're on Apple Podcasts and follow the Gen Z Girl Podcast Instagram page, which is just at Gen Z Girl Podcast. And we also have a private Facebook group where you just have to answer three simple questions just to make sure you're not like a random bot or something um, to get into the Facebook group. And I have all of that linked down below in the show notes. So definitely check that out. And I'll have my Instagram, my personal one linked down below as well if you want to check that out. And I really hope you guys enjoyed and I hope you guys make it a great week. Be sure to tag me if you, you know, find a cute quote you like for your goals or if you write down your goals inside of as your background or if you go the extra mile and make a vision board, let me know. Tag me. I would love to see it. And I hope you guys have a great week. Make it a great one. Um, and whenever you're listening to this, I guess. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Thanks so much for listening. Bye.